Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight, and alongside me we got David, still a virgin, <laughs> <laughs> also face. known as Nightly. Other in there, we got Freddy, always keeping that spoopy, horror <laughs> um, virgin to make it clearer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also known as a Nighty Night. We are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down, discuss the ultimate question: Why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and pop David's cherry. <laughs> Let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnight. That's night with a what? Okay. By pledging on Patreon, you have access to the show ad free and as early as Monday with a post show. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. I am literally thinking about new listeners listening to this episode yeah. first. Like, I, thought oh my God. Just yeah, I thought about that. I like to keep people on their toes. It's just fun. It. It it's like, oh yeah, this I'm is just still like, a virgin. Yeah. Now, now I have to listen. Now I have to listen. Oh man, but keeping things going with our back to school month. This is week two, which I'm so excited for because it still smells like teen spirits. Yeah, I love that title so much. It is so good. But keeping things going, we are going to discuss Tragedy Girls. First and foremost, thoughts? This movie rocks! (laughs) 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 Um, Man, so I was was at a bar yesterday and Freddie was there. And he was like, did you watch Tragedy Girls yet? Literally across from the room, too. Amazing. No, not yet. He's like... It's fucking good. <laughs> and I was like, this movie is for you, man. Yeah. And he was I, right. I told you. Yeah. I told you. Um, I love how it really emphasizes the the desire for for young people right. to uh have a following base, have uh reactions online. Uh, and it I feel like it really makes a statement on like how much that's prioritized in teen life. Uh, and right. this does it in a way where it doesn't take itself too seriously and it does it in a very comedic way. Um, but overall, this is a perfect film, especially oh, a perfect horror film to watch during the summer, even mm. though it's like during school. It's weird. It gives me very summery vibes. It's, it I mean, they're like, about to graduate. Technically, yeah, it's yeah. prom. Um, yeah, good point. So it, I don't know. It, it, it's as weird as it is. It's a, it's a feel good for me, even though there's a lot of, a lot of killing. This movie yeah, <laughs> I do want to emphasize too that it's so crazy because the kill count keeps going up throughout this film. It's a lot. But each death feels impactful. Yes. I actually feel bad for every death that happens, right? Because they're normal, good people that are dying. Yeah. And we have our protagonists, right? That uh, are the killers. Um, but with each death, I feel the impact more and more. And um, I feel like that's very important to this film. Because if we just have our protagonist just killing left and right, it could get kind of mundane or boring. But it right. doesn't with this because you feel like these characters that are being killed off are actually real people, right? And right. they are. They're characters. But um, especially towards the very end, you feel impact. And I respect I love that. for that. I love that. What about you, Freddie? Um, yeah, I like this movie a lot. It's one <laughs> of those things like, that made me like smile a lot. And David, you like kind of hit the 
nail on the head with this because I feel like this is a perfect movie for now. Yeah. I think this is a very kind of like Gen Z movie in a way where you can learn a lot about like how people act and how you want to be like a celebrity. You want to be known. You want to be like a person in the spotlight. And yeah, the followers counts, uh, the likes, being able to literally kill people or get people out of your way and just like to make yourself more successful. All it's all for I the, saw that's like a symbolism. It's like, yeah, yeah, you will literally kill to get to where you want to be in life. It's all about the yeah. views. Right. Yeah. All about the likes. And I gotta say our protagonists and antagonists are both in the same thing where it's like, cool, I haven't seen anything like this since maybe last year's Sound of Violence. It's like, oh sure. it's like I, I feel for these characters. I, you I care freaky. about them. Yeah, I thought Trust freaky me, as well. I was bringing it up. Okay. okay. And I was like, <laughs> the vibes I got from this movie was 100% Christopher Landon of like Freaky sure. of last year as well. And also like Happy um, Death Day. Happy Death yeah, Day. Yeah, I love that. Um, very self-aware, very like intelligently like written where it's like, this is my message. But at the same time, I'm giving you like a fun movie to watch as yeah. well. It's like, this is what I think about like society and like how social media is kind of handled these days and why people are always so obsessed with it. And it's all about those numbers and stuff like that. And people will get like involved in that and they get like very mean and very cruel yeah. maybe not killing people but they'll like or maybe who you knows? never know who knows yeah. yeah but it's a very interesting concept make sure to follow freddie at <laughs> <laughs> at tragedy dude uh, <laughs> tragedy dudes <laughs> um, i am right there with y'all i told y'all last week yeah that and i don't even really preface this like Anytime we watch these types of movies or whatever, I never preface like, yo, this movie legit is like fucking God tier. Like, I never really do that stuff. But this movie is like, I love Tragedy Girls so much. Yeah. And I just vibe with them yeah. so much. Like, Very they're just they're great. I straight up thought of you the entire time I was like watching them, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, they were, they completely like, especially Sadie. Um, yeah. Sadie was. Like with the horror movies and the the love of true crime yeah. and all this other stuff. Like what <laughs> it was even funny because I don't know if you guys noticed in certain scenes, like they had like posters of fucking uh, serial killers and shit like that. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, like that's odd. <laughs> but uh, don't romanticize serial killers, please don't. That's weird. Okay. Um, but it's so interesting like seeing their dynamic and even the shout out of the movies in here fucking awesome final destination 100%. and then argento yeah. and then we went in, went over to the french extremity side with martyrs and i was like oh my god this movie speaks to my soul <laughs> but it's it's amazing i honestly truly deeply love this movie a lot and i it gets the the seal of approval i adore this movie. And I think it sounds like we all give it the adore. This is the nightlight adore <laughs> seal of approval here. Uh, but no, this Tragedy Girls is just, it's a blast. It's just I'm, so much fun. I'm surprised I haven't heard about this movie before. I am too. Same. I, because this I is want recent, people, right? This 2017. 2017. Yeah. I want more people to know about this film. I feel like it would be so well received. Yeah, and more people knew, like more of the mainstream audience knew about right, it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I agree. Cool. It's like an homage to all of the horror films, especially slashers. I think. Yeah, gave me scream vibes too. I was like, wow, this is really cool. It's very self aware it, itself. It's very satire in a way. It gives me so many very, vibes. Yeah. Like very it's, stab. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can be meta in some ways, but I do love Cabin the usage the of how they bring social media into it and things like right. that as it's well. It's modernized which is, for exactly. now, which is perfect. Right. And I actually... Yeah, it has iPhones. 
That's true. It does have eyeballs. <laughs> that's a, that's right. <laughs> um, but and it it goes with the whole thing of a horror film, and obviously this is a little different being horror comedy. But it goes with the whole thing of a horror film of how do you get rid of the cell phone? But it was like, no, how do you embrace the cell phone? Hell yeah! How do you use the cell phone to your advantage? Yeah. And I thought that was just genius inside of this particular movie, and it's just it it flows so well. I'm actually watching the new Gossip Girl right now on HBO, and um. I mean, it's fine, but <laughs> it's not great, but it's fine. Should I watch the um, original? Yeah, you should 100% watch the original. Or should we wait for the Gossip Girl podcast? I mean, I would make one. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I would 100% make one. But uh, the way that I watched that particular show, it gave me vibes of Tragedy Girls oh, cool. because they're just they're fucking mean to yeah. each other in oh, that show. That kind of attitude. All right. But they constantly are using social media to try to one-up each other. And that's pretty much what this movie was. That's it was cool. just with deaths. Yeah. And it was just absolutely fantastic. Great but kills. Great kills. <laughs> great kills. Great kills. Great, great kills. They were extremely creative. Um, and it, they were funny, some of them. <laughs> but the Big yes. Al Dude, scene Big is Al. great. Seeing oh some of the God. cast members, too, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's like, damn, there's some like big stars in here. Yeah, absolutely. Let's fucking jump into this, man. Tragedy Girls, directed by Tyler um, McIntyre, released on October 20th of 2017 with a runtime of one hour and 38 minutes, no budget, no box office found, and a rating of 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Good score. Good 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 for them. Good for them. We open to a red car parked on Sweetheart Bridge. The windows are fogged from one of our lovely protagonists slash antagonists, Sadie, making out with a dude named Greg. Craig didn't stand a fucking chance. (laughs) She is startled by a noise outside, asking if he heard something. He tries to tell her that he didn't, but she closes his mouth, telling him to shut the fuck his mouth. (laughs) I I absolutely love that. Like, right off the bat, you just get how funny this movie is. Right. You get her personality immediately, too. Oh, yeah. She's just, shut your fucking mouth. Just, like, like closing his mouth. This is amazing. She wipes the fog off the windows with a smile on her face as she stares outside. Craig brings her back to kissing. Metal scraping outside the car, she eagerly suggests that he should go check it out. He tries to tell her that he has a bad feeling as Sadie continues that that it's probably nothing, asking why is he being a little bitch. Yeah, (laughs) I I was like, oh, my God. God, she's great. <laughs> He's confused. Sadie's still demolishing his masculinity, and that's Balls enough for, for him yeah, to for it. go outside. He's just like, I don't want to be a little bitch, <laughs> so I'm going to go outside. He gets out of his car, putting on his jacket, turning on his headlights to see in front of in front of him. Sadie calls out to him, asking if he sees anything. He tells her no, continues looking for a moment longer before saying, fuck this, and turning around. I mean, I don't blame him, but too little too late. A machete connects directly to his forehead. Sadie screams, running out of the car, the masked man following her. He gets clotheslined by a a wire that Sadie and her best friend, Michaela, set up together. They are stoked that it worked. Michaela tasering the man, complaining that it doesn't work. Them complaining that it's also from Amazon. (laughs) Sadie giving it a try, tasing him as she also complains about the cheap product. Michaela tells her that she got this, um, that she got this while swinging a bat at the man's face. Then, title card. Sets up all the vibes. Amazing. Immediately. Amazing. Like, this is a beautiful cold open. Right off the bat, we see how hilarious it is. Mm-hmm. We see what we're going to get ourselves into, and we see how actually gory it is mm-hmm. as well. Like we get a oh, fantastic kill yeah. to start off this, and 
I mean, granted, he technically isn't dead yet. But, which is fucked. Yeah, which is <laughs> fucked, but it's also really funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just love that this is a scene that we've seen in a lot of scary movies before. Yeah. It's like the perfect setup is like, okay, couple in the car, something's gone wrong outside, go meta check it fun. out. You know, it's meta. It's and then they're like, no, that's not that kind of movie. <laughs> but we or appreciate movies like that, so we're going to give more homages to it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I love you. It's nice. Like, okay. I, I give you my kiss. <laughs> I give you my kiss. Uh, on top of that, then, I'll say this just for Freddie. I immediately thought of It Follows when this scene opened. Right, thank you. you thought Me that too. Scene? Yeah, 100%. Right. Wait, say it one more time. I'm sorry. Right. Follows. I was saying that just for Freddie, why well, I immediately thought of It just Follows when wow. this scene oh, opened. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. What made you think of It Follows if you don't mind me asking? Just because the... the <laughs> kiss in the car. Old red car <laughs> and then make it out in the car. Yeah. Okay. There's something uh, bad about to happen. Exactly. Okay, I figured. It's a big trope, but yeah, at the same time, it like, I works mean, well. That's why I said I'm saying this just for Freddie. The fair, I enough. <laughs> fair enough. I mean, it follows has probably one of the best cold opens in cinematic history. I'm not even kidding. Like, That's true. I, like it, it, it's terrifying. Somebody it's what is she so running good. for? So, <laughs> I think I said it in, in the it follows uh, episode that this cold open was just it fucking rules. But anyway, fade to the two friends taking the mask off the killer Lowell or Lowell. Lowell. I'll say Lowell. Um, asking if he would like to call for help. And I love how chipper they are. She's like, "Would you like to call for help?" <laughs> <laughs> Lowell is in a daze while they take his ID reading out his information he threatens them laughing as they mock his laughter with theirs he claims that they don't know what he's capable of but they consider themselves his biggest fans going over of of all the things that he's done that's amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) spouting out his kill number being five if they include Craig love how Craig is just like lying on the table he's just like behind everybody yeah like they moved the body for him and everything it was great <laughs> they continue with their with their chipper attitude sharing their social media handle at tragedy girls <laughs> they show him their account claiming that they were, were relieved when he started killing freshmen michaela adding that the town could be boring they continue that that it looked that it took them a while to figure him out but they figured his mo and him having things for girls with short hair as they continue letting him know how, how they caught him michaela gets in close sharing how much fun they are going to have. Lowell headbutts her. Sadie tases him. <laughs> I, okay. When he headbutts her, I actually love how hardcore like it Michaela well yeah, how Michaela gets. Yeah. Like in that she's moment. Like, she's like, like motherfucker. Yeah. Like she's dude, pissed. like like dude, like don't hard hit. I was like, oh damn. She took it and she's like, no, fuck you for doing that. Right. I was like, oh my God. Like that right there, if if I was Lowell in that in that position. I would have, I would have been scared. Yeah, I would have been scared. Like I would have been like, oh okay, damn, like you took that. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> they uh, get a tad more serious. Michaela reminding him who's in charge. <laughs> Sadie mentioning that they want him to uh, train them as to be serial killers. She moves in close, wanting him to pass his expertise in the art of killing to some of uh, some up and comers. He spits in her face while laughing, and she's like, "Gross." Comedy's <laughs> <laughs> on point. The comedy's like, just—it's fantastic. So early in, it's so great. Michaela snapping her fingers, calling him battle. No. (laughs) They give him a few days to think it over. Craig groans in pain. Sadie and Michaela going over to finish the job. He asks for an ambulance. Sadie softly claims that they are on their way. Michaela puts a towel in his mouth while Sadie holds his nose. Them um, smiling at each other as he continues to die. Lowell looks in disgust. Um, Michaela looking at him saying that he's back down to four kills. I love that. Yeah. Uh, They're just like, this kill doesn't count now. Like you're back down to four. It's nothing to them. 
dude. And yeah. it's so nonchalant to them, and it's really cool. How shocked were you at? I mean, we'll we'll get to it, but how shocked were you at the ending when you found out the that this is actually a lot more natural to them as we thought? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like how much of a history they have? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, what a twist. <laughs> Ooh, right? Like, it's just it's like, this has been happening for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to them dismembering Craig's body and throwing it in a barrel of acid. The girls ask Lil if he's ever done this. And them sharing that they stole this idea from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Yeah. <laughs> An alarm goes off. Michaela and Sadie pour um, some chloroform into a sack, excitedly placing it on his head as they wheel him out of the barn. Michaela comes home, uh, greeting her parents, them asking how prom planning is going. She comments that it's going great, heading upstairs. Cut to Sadie, heading inside her house, greeting her dad as um, as he thanks her for the leftovers. And I love the dynamic here. Like, the dynamic of them being from completely two different walks of life. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's quite incredible. It's, it's, a, it's a really far spread spectrum. Right. Yeah. And I, we don't have any information on Sadie's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think we have a little bit. I think she said her mom walks out, right? But I, I, I can't remember. But it's just so fascinating that we have Michaela in this pent-up house. She has a pool. She's living this lavish she has lifestyle. Two parents, two parents mm-hmm. exactly. Um, and. I was actually pretty stoked that the black chick had her family. <laughs> like, I was like, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I thought about that too. Yeah, so like, it was just interesting to see that they come from two walks of life and yet they are they have so, so much close. in common. Yeah, so, great chemistry. Yeah, he asked if he took if she took the truck. She tells him that that she did for groceries and she also filled up the tank. Uh, she gets a text from Michaela excitedly asking if she's ready for this. Um, Sadie tells her dad goodnight. Him asking if she if she has seen the cat, but she tells him no. This is so fucked up in retrospect on how they just was like taking the all of the town's animals and killing them. Yeah, I didn't catch that until one person randomly stood up and was like, yeah, who's taking our pets? <laughs> I think that was her dad. Oh, right. yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> um, shift to Sadie tweeting, praying for Craig, hashtag Rosedale killer. <laughs> Got to the got to them at school playing up the, up the whole thing about Craig as they continue to receive more uh, likes on their tweet. Them promoting their Twitter as they put the fear of God into their peers. Their teacher, Mrs. Kent, gathers the the class's attention to speak on Craig not being there and that um it is there and that she is there for anyone if, who needs to talk. Sheriff Blaine knocks on the door. Kent allowing him in. The tragedy girl smiling at each each other as he gives an announcement. He claims that they believe that Craig ran away from home. Michaela's standing up and shouting no. <laughs> the they cla- just don't give a fuck. They yeah, just they're don't. Yeah, they're yeah. just like, what? They want to be famous. Right. And this is this is the beautiful part about this movie because a lot of serial killers did do a lot of this shit for fame. They loved yeah, totally. being coined as certain shit. And for well, they, them, they coined themselves yeah. tragedy girls, but um, they wanted something a little bit bigger than that instead of just killing people they wanted the literal fame they didn't want fame in jail they wanted the literal fame yeah and, and it's, it's fascinating because i wonder in a real life scenario like let's say if this was taking place in reality how quickly someone would have caught on to their actions right because with them being so blunt about it and be like he didn't run away or something like that i i, I really wonder 
Because a lot of people would be like, well, no one would be dumb enough to be so like oblivious towards their comments about things like that, right? I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's I mean, I fair. feel like it's a um, social commentary in the movie about like society, how they see famous people too. It's like, oh, they're not bad. Why would we see them as bad people take. in the yeah. back? And we know that people who are where they're at now, famous or not, a lot of people have gone through the pathway of doing bad things to get where they're at. Okay, so I had to look this up because I, I just needed to make sure. So this is during a time, and just to kind of go off of what you're saying, this is during a time when My Favorite Murder came out a year ago. Oh. Mm. So My Favorite Murder, for those who don't know, and I don't know how you don't know, but My Favorite Murder is a, a bi-weekly true crime podcast um, by uh, Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff. Um, But literally, the whole concept is to talk about murder and yeah. be comedic about it. Yeah. Um, so with that being said... People are doing this shit, and this is prevalent now. Like, people mm. have true crime TikToks. People have true crime podcasts. People have true crime books. Yeah. Like, there's true crime TV shows all over the place, and they're popular as fuck. Totally. So this is – if someone were to use this as a particular cover-up, it might fucking work. Yeah, Like, right. to be honest, like, it might truly work. <laughs> terrifying. Like, and there was even – and I don't even know if this is – if I'm butchering this or not, but there's even like a story of a uh, a cop who was a serial killer who um, who committed his crimes and he investigated his own crimes. Interesting. Whoa. Right. Yeah. So like the perfect cover. Seriously, like it's just it's all of this type of shit that you even think about where it's possible like someone could truly use this as a cover-up totally off tangent and after this comment we can move we could continue but i don't know if you guys remember this is the only time i've ever been interested in something true crime related but it was a couple years ago there was this cop that went rogue and started killing other cops that were like the one the one in big bear i don't remember but i think he was going after like shady corrupted cops that had done like crazy things just yeah. spiral. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, that blew my mind. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. The glass turns to her as she changes her story, asking how um, how he knows. He tells her that he can't say. Sadie asks about um, there being no evidence of foul play, asking about the other deaths. Kent tells him to stop. Blaine tells her tells her that it's okay. Then telling them that they don't need to panic and um, and to come forth with any information on Craig. Another student, his son Jordan, isn't buying it, asking if he would like if he like to warn them about anything else. He tells his son no while calling for Kent again. She tells him to be res- to they she tells them all to be respectful while turning turning her attention to Sadie and Michaela. Outside the classroom, the two girls are recording themselves about the sheriff being in denial. Michaela cutting, asking how the how that was, Sadie mentioning that she could do it again. <laughs> Michaela uh, leaves to go to her locker as Sadie finishes up her finish it up in hers as Michaela puts on lipstick she is in disbelief on how calm everyone is while a killer is on the loose Sadie mentioning the sheriff being involved too quickly since there wasn't another death she she's looking over at Jordan as he speaks with uh, speaks about him or speaks with him Michaela's asking what is up with uh, her and him Sadie comments that they are uh, sort of friends Michaela getting jealous that she only needs her all right did y'all get any queer coding in this yeah Okay, because I, I got mad queer coding yeah. vibes at this. Like, I feel like Sadie and Michaela would have just been the perfect couple. Cool. <laughs> I, got, I got those vibes the entire time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and even with like the ending, I feel like they could still. I mean, yeah. I feel like yeah, they totally it, 
you know, it's like Thelma and Louise kind of yeah. shit, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. So I feel like this just, it's, it's the perfect, perfect match. Yeah, they are. They really are. They really are. <laughs> she tells Sadie that he, uh, he has a pathetic crush on her and that she needs to let it go. But Sadie reminds her um, that he works on their video editing. She shows Michaela that they only got a one retweet from her mom calling it sad. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela slaps her locker telling her that she will set, set up their game. Cut to them going over an infographic of serial killers. They say, quote, it's important to disguise dis- Oh my gosh. It's important to distinguish what kind of serial killers uh, we're talking about. Serial killers can operate over many years and have a very distinct pattern while selecting their victims, while spree killers don't have cooling off periods and kill like two or more people in a short amount of time. So it's like Jeffrey Dahmer versus Charles Starkweather. I just love every ounce of this because like the music and the way the video is shot and all that jazz... It's amateur YouTube. <laughs> like, this is just, this is perfect. Yeah. The video jumping to them and talking outside, pondering over what kind of killer is in Rosedale, asking the question if he is involved in the disappearance of Craig. They, they're then asking who will be next as Michaela pushes Sadie into the road where she gets hit by a van. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Made me think of Mean Girls. Yes! I was like, yeah. that totally 100% reminds me of Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. It pauses to Jordan, complimenting the shot in their acting. Sadie compliments him on his work. Michaela not interest, interested, um, but still sort of jealous, telling him to stop whenever he... Um, Whenever, as she looks at her phone. He mentions that his dad says that there there is no killer because he doesn't want to scare people. But he likes that they um, want to tell the truth, and so does he. Sadie and Jordan stare at each other, Michaela noticing and speeding the conversation along while letting them know when it is done. Sadie gives her thanks, Jordan stopping her to hand her back her copy of of Martyrs, calling it horrifying. Wow. Just when they handed the copy of Martyrs, I was just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) this, This is why, this is exactly why. Horror fans need to make horror movies. Yeah. This right here. I agree. hundred percent. And I've never seen Martyrs. Don't crucify me. I'm sorry. I haven't either. But I know That's everything okay. about Martyrs me. as being like one of the biggest like things of like, yeah, it's going to stretch your limits of how much you can take because Martyrs is the one. It has and I one love... of the most intense, the de-skinning right. scenes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and I have to say, it's like knowing that as like someone who's, I guess, within the horror community, it's like, yo... I know your exact reaction because that's me. I was Jordan in that situation. I was like, yeah, I watched Martyrs. <laughs> uh, it's a cool movie, man. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. Oh, Martyrs. Wow. Yeah, I do want that on a list one day. I'll, but I'll watch it. Yeah. It, it, it is. It, it's yeah. a great movie. Like, legit a good movie. But anyway, she is stoked by his his reaction, him sharing that he, um, he's been more into European horror lately, inviting her over. Michaela commenting that they have cheer, Sadie agreeing and apologizing. The tragedy girls are in a juice shop, excited about receiving a comment on the video, disappointed by the spam bots they, they've received a comment from. Michaela upset that nobody cares about what they're doing. Sadie asks how their new pet, quote-unquote, is. She eagerly shows a Periscope video of Lowell trying to escape his confines. Periscope. You guys remember that? Yeah. Yes, I do. Wow. Twitter. Back in the day, huh? <laughs> Sadie calling it boring and upset about him not helping helping them. Michaela mocks him. Um, and I love the way that she mocks him, how she like makes her her voice deeper. She's like, I'm gonna go you like a fish. Get over yourself, man. Like it's just, like, it's just <laughs> the humor is great. They're so good. 
Their dynamic is just so good. It doesn't um, feel forced either. No, it's just like, personable. It's like yeah. charismatic. Yeah. They it's, carry a lot of like, yeah, know, like it's weird because energy. It, it, good like energy. It's not real life humor, but it works so well in this movie and I can't explain why. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I can't really explain either. Like, I mean it's just Alexander Ship and Brianna Hildebrand or Hildebrand. Um they first and foremost, I've seen them only in small roles before right. this. Yeah. And like Brianna was in Deadpool, Deadpool. and Alexander was in X-Men. She was in X-Men Days Past. Uh, she was Storm, oh. I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was Storm. So, uh, you know, they, they've had these kind of these other roles. Um, and those were the ones that I've seen them in before I watched Tragic Girls. Because I watched Tragic Girls probably back in 2019, I want to say. Um, but just, oh, man, just their chemistry, the way that they... Are around each other in general. Yeah. Oh my gosh, magnificent. They, they uh, play off each other very well. Yes, I agree. Sadie claims that it's on them becoming horror legends without an iconic killer. Michaela claims that they don't need him, complimenting Sadie's brains and her charisma. Sadie reminds her that they uh, that didn't work so great last time. Michaela rebuttals that was a long time ago, claiming that they can kill the juice bar guy. <laughs> I love how he's just standing there and he's just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> she smiles and waves at him as he gets shy and walks away. Sadie doesn't think she's, she is special. Michaela boosts her, her confidence up. Um, on them going to college soon without starting their first killing spree. But the story needs to be legend-worthy, um, Sadie, uh, Sadie comments. Michaela comes up with an idea of them needing a 100K, uh, 100K followers by prom, Sadie mentioning the idea of stealing Lowell's identity for the online presence. And I love the posters here because the posters are showing all the missing animals. Yeah. I, I think I missed so sad. this. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's literally just a bunch of them. Oh, no. And... Think with the context of what Sadie said earlier. Yeah. She killed all of these animals. So I was just like, damn. That's how serial killers usually start, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. It is true. Uh, then they frame him for everything, clanking the plastic cups for the next phase. Cut to them practicing and cheerleading. Syl comes up to them greeting them. She signs. <clears throat> Excuse me. She sighs at, at Michaela's shoes because she isn't um, wearing the proper shoes. And she's like, I love them. They're great, but. <laughs> yeah. She tells her to sit the routine out. They call her the C word and they uh, sit down on and they sit down to hop on social media. Sadie excitedly comments that Rosedale High is trending because of Michaela's ex boyfriend, Toby. Michaela stares at him across the field as Sadie yells that he that he has more followers than them. Um, Toby is talking with a group of girls while sitting on his motorcycle. Sadie and Michaela push push all of them out of the way to speak with him. Michaela flirtatiously saying hi. <laughs> <laughs> he greets her with a pet name. Hey, KK. <laughs> Asking her how she's doing. Josh hits her, or Hunter said. It's so weird seeing him in this. It's so weird seeing him in this, and he wasn't even credited. Oh, he's like on the bottom of the list. Yeah, I, he, I kept he, on looking, and I was like, he wasn't credited he? at all. Like, he's literally not in the in the credits. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Natural credits. Yeah, which is why he's gotcha. at the bottom of the list. That is so funny. <laughs> uh, she tells him that she's upset about Craig. Him giving the giving her words of wisdom as she talks talks most of it, most of his sayings as being sexual. And she's like wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. Like I said, this moment is so funny to me. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's genius. It it really is. It yeah. really is. It plays so well on the dynamic of just the comedies that we're kind of used to, yeah. and 
the horror that we're also used to in a way as well. Sadie cuts him off, asking for him to give give their blog a shout out since he since he is doing what they are doing for Craig. Um, he tells her that I don't really do shout outs. <laughs> it's kind of off brand for Toby. And he talked to himself third in third person. Yeah. Toby goes back to, uh, to his inspirational speech, Sadie cutting him off again, asking for one post. Michaela comments that she misses him, him returning it back to her. He claims that he's um, he's been thinking about thinking a lot about them lately, saying that, that the community needs him, shouting out his 15k followers. Michaela and Sadie are, zo- are zoning out. Matt cut to Sadie on her computer talking to Michaela, telling her that they need to kill Toby. Michaela asks why do they have to kill the cute ones first, Sadie giving her a list of reasons, but mainly that he is distracting her. She asks Sadie, and I love how this comes back later for uh, what uh, Michaela says to Sadie for Jordan. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that was just really, really nice that they kind of spiral back to that. Uh, Sadie giving her a list. Oh, excuse me. Um, she asked Sadie, "How do they do this? And what their message? And what's their message behind it?" She, um, she's, excuse me. She honestly, oh, she honestly has a good reason. Asking why her and Toby broke up. Michaela shares that he found a deal on a motorcycle that made him twenty percent hotter. All right. Sadie shares that she um that she sees his death being more like death proof. <laughs> Once again, the fucking call outs. All right. Like I love death proof. Great movie. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. It's, a, it's so much fun. But with death proof, as I say, that is Tarantino's only horror film, but whatever. Um it's just interesting that they have that mindset about it and the way that they go about wanting to pretty much kill him. Which, man, cuts a little. It's um still trying to escape over here, and them struggle to get a get um dog food out of a can. They put food on the floor, telling him to eat up. While they admire their uh, new outfits in the mirror, Michaela lightly sh- um sharing that they are going to need need to wear masks before someone identifies them because we look good. Sadie springs. Uh, Sadie brings the attention back on their plan to, uh, for Toby. Michaela goes, and I love how she does it. She's like, she's like, okay. About Toby. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool. I'm glad you're excited. Michaela goes over the, her routine as we see Sadie placing spikes on the road for Toby's bike. Toby is working on his bike. He receives a phone call. Michaela is dramatically breathing into the speaker while sitting outside of his house. It's one of my favorite scenes. She's like, <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's great. And it, it works so well. Yeah. <laughs> Toby doesn't know who it is going through the list of names until he uh, finally gets to Michaela. He receives a text of Craig's bloody jacket. Michaela moves her seat down, um, but back up because she is upset that she was fourth in line. I love that moment. Yeah. That moment was great. That's the thing that stuck out to her. (laughs) She's like, I was fourth? (laughs) (laughs) On to phase two. Toby is riding his motorcycle down the countryside road. Now night, Michaela flashes flashes her lights and begins honking at him. He doesn't know who it is, uh, motioning for her to go around. She drives frantically. He speeds up, trying to get away. She eventually slows down, turning her lights back off. He runs over the spikes, crashing and falling off of off of the road as Sadie records it. Michaela excitedly gets off of, gets out of the car to check the footage with Sadie. Toby is groaning in pain. They run over to him to finish the job. Sadie stabs him repeatedly, Michaela um, instructing her on where his heart is. She takes the knife, stabbing him harder while looking in his face i felt like sadie did that out of jealousy oh i'm probably yeah yeah definitely uh 
A light from above, Toby tries calling for help. Michaela covers his mouth as Sadie goes to check with the person. A man in a truck asks um, ask her if she if everything's okay. She tells him that she has a little car trouble. He tries to get out of his car, Sadie closing his door, nervously commenting that she is fine and that she can change the tire. Um, Toby screams for help, Michaela stabbing and shushing him. God damn <laughs> Sadie makes an excuse for the screams. Michaela removes her hand from his mouth, him saying that he's happy to be murdered by her. <laughs> Dude, this moment was hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. I was like, this is ridiculous. Is anybody I could be murdered by, I'm yeah, glad I'm it's you, KK. Yeah, I'm happy it's you. <laughs> the man leaves Sadie coming back to uh, see her making out with his dead corpse. <laughs> Like, Michaela, <laughs> what are you doing? She's like, she just drops him. <laughs> she gets off of him, going over her, rehearse, her rehearsal for tomorrow. Jump to the next day, continuing their rehearsal before speaking with a reporter. They are talking with the reporter about Toby, thinking that he was murdered. The reporter is confused, sharing, sharing that the coroner's report ruled it as a suicide. With stab wounds? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what was really hey, that happens. Like, I feel like... I, a lot of people got mad at the law enforcement in this town, but it really felt like they were missing a lot of obvious signs, you know? But right. I feel like that was the point of the movie. It's like yeah, yeah. social, yeah. like uh, a society doesn't want to see actually the tragedy. It's right? a small town. Right. right. It's a what? small town, but it's yeah. like people are, want to like say like, no, it has to be an accident. Yeah, they no, don't want to realize like, oh, there's something going yeah, on. Yeah. Now that I think about it, the sheriff didn't know. He just didn't. He wasn't given every the town right. the accurate information of what was going on with these deaths. Right. Yeah. He, he like. Like we hear earlier from Jordan, he didn't want to call cause a panic and right. give uh, to encourage his murder. Right of the excitement of like people talking being about famous. It. Yeah, exactly. pretty you're much. Right, you're right. Uh, Michaela asks about the evidence of him being stabbed multiple times. Sadie t um, taking this moment to plug their YouTube channel. She cuts the tragedy girls off um, that she is that she isn't interested. Michaela pleading for one interview and that they can um, help each other out. The reporter is still not not willing and brushes them off to continue working. Inside the school, they are speaking with Jordan about showing his dad their website. Blaine concluding um, that motorcycles are, or excuse me, Jordan concluding that motorcycles are dangerous because um, he's. Says right. it's what his dad says, pretty much. I gotta uh, chime this in right here. It, it, wasn't it weird to anyone that um, Jordan's character looked like he was 30? <laughs> just because he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty old. Yeah, uh, that's because he is. And I, they try to rectify that with him being held back a year. One year. Oh, they said that? Yeah, yeah. he was held back. One year. But, I mean, we had fucking, uh, what's his name, from the last movie that we watched in the faculty, Zeke. Yeah. He was held back a year. He looked like he still belonged in high school. Everyone that's in true. that movie looked like they were in <laughs> high school. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm saying late 20s. Oh, well, sure, oh. that's fair. But I feel like... Something it's the late twenties in high school. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean Jack Quaid. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's killing it now. Oh, yeah, he's doing great. He's, he's in the boys. Good. He's he's yeah, awesome. He's doing fantastic. Uh, they wonder if they if they could use um, that as a cover up video. You know whose son he is, right? Um, yeah, Quaid? I do actually. Uh, he's, yes, Dennis Quaid. And who His else? father is Sheriff Blaine Welch. That, oh wow, you're correct. <laughs> uh, but Dennis Quaid and uh, Meg Ryan. That's our kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jordan shares that his dad doesn't want want him to make a vi uh, make videos for them anymore. 
but he still in- intends on helping them out. Switching the topic that they need to leave it alone if there is a psycho out on the loose. Sadie tells him that they aren't afraid, Jordan not wanting her to get hurt. Um, she promises to stop if she feels like she's ever in danger. He agrees. Michaela tells him that they have to leave for prom committee, but not before the insults on hi- on not having a date for prom, calling it pathetic. She's so mean to him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> they're the, uh, they're at the committee, still wanting to tone down the dance in honor of Craig and Toby. They rebuttal that they believe it is more honorable to keep the prom. Plus, they already paid for the, they made the deposit for the DJ. <laughs> still continues that they uh, should donate their budget to the families. The room chatters in agreement. Um, Sadie's smacking the gavel on the table to gather everyone's attention until the gavel even falls off the table to say that she believes that they should celebrate how they lived. Sill wants a vote, raising her hand and clearing her throat for her friend to agree with her and her friend who doesn't have a name she is bookish student is her credit <laughs> that's right <laughs> sadie and michaela oppose oppose the change Sil continues pleading her case sadie's scowling at her as her voice trails off cut to cut to them looking at at a take one slash uh oh, excuse me um cut to them looking at a take uh, one and give or take one and give one uh, library which those are so silly to me yeah those take one give one libraries that's so silly like how white can you get <laughs> you know I actually saw something recently slightly off tangent but on tangent saw something slightly recently that a guy got arrested for not returning a book in one of those what? wow yeah yeah as he should yeah Please take one and leave one oh, exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's in the rules. <laughs> it's in the rules. It's the only rule you have to follow. It's unspoken. Uh, they are making fun of, of fun of her as they um, have the scheme to take her out. Syl is speaking with with her friend coming into the hall, seeing a group of people standing around her destroyed library. She demands um, help from the girl. Um, sh- uh, Excuse me. She demands help from the girl. They are working on it after school hours. The girl drops a piece, still telling her to just get out. Um, she is ruining it. Meanwhile, both Sadie and Michaela grab masks from the drama room, moving past Sill's friend down the hall. And I love how Mr. Gordon, she's like, bye, Mr. Gordon. And he's like, bye, you. you. <laughs> like, I don't know who you are, but bye. just to keep with the whole thing of like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Sil continues working on her library, startled by a noise behind her. She calls out to the noise, saying that she is still working. The lights turn off. She is frustrated, going to turn the lights back on. She flips the switch. Nothing happens. Flips another one, turning on the bus saw on the table. Finding the right switch, she turns the lights on, startled by the masked hooded person. Sil apologizes for getting, getting in the masked person's way, still taking, still talking to them, but they aren't responding. Getting impatient, she asks what uh, what do they want being startled by the other the other masked woman. She asks what's going on then pulling out a knife she calls for Mr. Gordon noticing that it is Michaela by her shoes Sadie gets so pissed funny. as Michaela apologizes. With <laughs> <laughs> the most obvious shoes too and I love that. It's like this movie knows exactly what you it are. It knows exactly what it's doing. Sue pushes Michaela, trying to run away, Sadie blocking her path. She pushes Sadie to the ground, Michaela pushing Syl into, into the switch that turns on the saw. They are struggling for a moment, Michaela hitting Syl's um, head on the chain, her foot um, getting caught, and she is sent upside down, her head connecting with the buzz saw, blood splattering all over the room. This is fucking awesome. I yeah. love how this is such a tropey kill, right? When it comes to oh, war, yeah. but this is exactly what they're trying to avoid. Right? They want to avoid that obvious 
accidental trope, right? right? And it's so great. And like you mentioned earlier in the show, they do a perfect call that was like, damn, that's some Final Destination <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> they make they take off their masks, upset by the fact that their killing looks more like an accident this time. Um, they think about what they need to do next, so they decide to dismember her. Mr. Gordon damn. comes into the room to take out of out the trash, but he doesn't notice them, shutting off the lights before he leaves. <laughs> I love Mr. Gordon. That was a great transition from like comedy to like, yeah, how do we make it like not a accident? It just cuts to like dumb cutting. Cutting her. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn. (laughs) They just put her head like spinning on something. It's like, this is dark, but still comedic and funny. Yeah. I mean, it works for this, right? Like, it it really, really works for this. And it it, it just goes with the bargain of what this movie's trying (laughs) to do. They will for sure not know that this is an accident now. Oh, yeah. But how? Yeah. If you do. Wow. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Next day, uh, the girl from last night comes into into the room to check on Syl. She discovers her dismembered body passing out from the site. Cut to everyone else at school, socializing on their phones uh, with tragedy girls. Michaela is tweeting something before the reporter comes up to them asking asking her how, it, how she feels about her theory coming true. An officer stops the reporter from interviewing her. Another girl asks um, to take a, a picture with her, and she is stoked to do so. Jordan comes to her, uh, commenting for them to calm down a bit she asks why when they finally are getting the recognition that they deserve anything for that clout he spots the blood stains on her shoes she covers it up blaming it on her on her period he's like that's not how that works right (laughs) i love this moment because typically in movies right uh if if a boy gets that as an excuse he'll be like oh sorry i had no idea right right? gets nervous doesn't want to talk about it yeah Yeah. but it was very realistic and i feel like a way i would honestly respond i'd be like that's not how that works and then i but i would question myself right right? (laughs) (laughs) it's really i think it's really well done it works very very well michaela and sadie are called to the office jordan mentioning that his dad is pissed at them he tells he tells her that he wants to bring them in for um uh, for interfering with an investigation. She is stoked at the idea. Weirded out, he continues giving Sadie an alibi of them being together watching D- a Dario Argento movie. She repeats the uh, the name back, in- um, back, but incorrectly, and so she claims <laughs> that she doesn't know nor care. And I love that. She's like, She's like Dario DiGiorno. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it wasn't even making me bad. Yeah, <laughs> and that's her intention, right? Right. I was yeah. like, Dario Argento. Put respect to my man's name. Uh, her, uh, he walks off. Another girl um, taking a picture with her. Match cut. Uh, I love the match cuts in this, too. Just flawless. Match cut to her taking a picture with Sadie in the office. The principal and the sheriff share that they uh, are, aren't being accused for anything. Sadie commenting that they were just uh, trying to help. Michaela adding that they should admit admit that something is going on. Blaine comments that he doesn't need help from from teens. The principal tries to ease the situation. Blaine ignores him and continues that they are c- encouraging the killer. The girls want uh want clarity on if there is a per- or is there if there is a perpetrator. He asks he asks them if they have any idea what Sill's family is going through. They grab hands, faking their sadness and like <laughs> of concern as they have been in contact with them through their blog. And they seek justice. <laughs> this is great. Is. Adding that they were on cheer and prom committee together and that they were um, asked to speak at her funeral. <clears throat> Sorry, there is something like majorly in my throat, I, I guess. I don't it's know what's happening. It, it must be the water. <laughs> uh, the principal agrees with them, allowing them to go. Before they leave, Blaine asks for their alibis. They both say that they were uh, together watching a movie with his son, Jordan. They smile, then leave. 
Principal Reed closes the door. Blaine yelling that this is unacceptable and they are jeopardizing their operation. Reed knowing that there isn't anything that he can do and for for him to do as he um, pleases if he wants to police them on Twitter. Cut to a memorial of Sill. Sadie and Michaela turn around in front of in front of their peers in front of their seated peers, giving thanks to Jordan for the video. Applause. Jordan not digging it. Um, Sadie um quickly um saying that Sill will be missed in offering herself for for role of cheer captain. <laughs> Damn, that was quick. While given the information for their blog, they they are cut off by a man named Big Al. They introduce him. Al comes up, given given a speech about his tenure and being um, part of the community. He mentions um, that they are that they are right and find out who is responsible for doing this um, in their community. Uh, the sheriff leaves the assembly at at this moment. Everyone standing and cheering while the tragedy girls take a message from our sponsors. And we're back, and the tragedy girls are pissed because he stole their thunder. <laughs> Do you guys ever feel like I don't know if everyone feels this way, but whenever Craig pops up in a movie, I'm always like, it's like seeing a friend. Yeah, Craig Robinson. How the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, human beings. So, yeah, I love when he pops because he, he always pops in like that. He does. Yeah. He's he very does. Charismatic, very good person. Yeah, he's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, he, is. he is really funny. He's also a really good actor. Yeah, like, I've seen him in some serious. Roles, I'm just like, mm, damn, dude, you're like mad good. <laughs> I see that. Uh, he, I'll, I'll share a movie of that that he's in with you after. Uh, the tragic girls are. Oh, excuse me, I read that already. Um, Kent flirtatiously tells him that her smoke alarm broke again <laughs> <laughs> as he flirts back. He's like. That's very dangerous, Mrs. Big Kent. Al. <laughs> I know. Uh, they are trying to spike something for um, Big Al to knock him knock him out. Michaela uh, dropping the bottle on the ground. For, um, frustrated, she asks why why they can't just hit him in the head with something. Also frustrated, um, Sadie reminds her that he's big and expecting someone to attack him. She leaves. She leaves to the car. Lowell's uh, yelling that she isn't like Michaela. Getting into her head, commenting that she is more like him. That she that. Uh, she is the one um, taking all the risk. She tells him that they are they are like the same person. She men- he mentions that she orders her around and she'll take she'll take all the credit and that she can't trust her. She asks what she is supposed to do, asking for her to re- uh, release him and they will they will kill anyone who gets in their way. She is crying outside, Lowell smiling, telling her that it is okay, asking for her to open the door, agreeing, turning her tears into laughter, telling him that he he can never get in between the two of them. But he tells her that he is he is right and she will betray her. She leaves him chuckling to himself. I love how the entire time you know Michaela is not falling for it, right? And from how her character's been built up, and it's so fun to see her just be so playful with everything, yeah. And even in this moment, but even when you don't see her facial expressions while she's right. like, you know saying all this. But I'm not gonna lie, her spiral is fantastic. Yes, it is. It is so well done, and her acting just shifts mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. something just so intimidating. Oh, I, I love agree. it. Cut to them watching Kent's house, mocking Big Al's a possible experience with her. <laughs> I checked your smoke alarms. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh, but stop when they see him leaving out of the out of the house. I love actually how they also are attracted to Big Al. Yeah, <laughs> where it's just like they're like talking all that shit about him uh, when they, he stole her thunder. He's just like, but he's so fucking hot. Yeah, <laughs> right. all, I love Big Al. Just gets it all. <laughs> Jordan is visiting his dad at this at the station, asking for a minute. He tells her dad about something that Michaela and Sadie um 
are, uh, found p- patterns. Blaine is upset by, by bringing him, excuse me, Blaine is upset by him bringing that up to him. He asks for his dad to, to just take a look, but he comments about their bullshit and him trying to keep the community safe. I love the dynamic between them because mm. you, you can tell like how much he misses his mom. Yeah. Just based off of the conversations he has with his dad. Totally. Big time. It's so interesting. Jordan asks for him to talk. They go inside Blaine's office. He is asking his dad to take a look at their blog to view the patterns of, of the murders. Blaine cuts him off, speaking about speaking about think excuse me, thinking about Jordan's mom every day, but it isn't the same. Jordan Jordan just Gosh, Jordan just wants him to listen to him. Blaine gets uh, called outside. Jordan plugs a hard drive into his dad's computer, copying some files. Big Al is working out. His friend Drew spotting him on the lift weights. Hey, Drew. We have a friend named Drew. Yeah, we do. <laughs> He's the silent knight. You can't hear him right now. Drew leaves out. Al um, going back to sit down. While Drew is leaving, the tragedy girls are watching from, from their car. Sadie reminding Kayla, uh, Michaela about the safe word being torso. She irritatedly tells her that she knows the word uh, before getting out of the car. Al continues working out, looking at his muscles in the mirror. Michaela compliments him, suggesting a mirror um, with, be- with uh, better lighting. He gets up, telling her um, that they're closed. She li- uh, she lies saying that Drew allowed her inside. Al mentions um, that he is about to leave. She unzips her jacket, stretching. She lets she <laughs> as she lets him know that she is just going to do uh, do some sets. Checking her out, he tells her that um, that he's never seen her in here before, and she comes closer to him, wondering the same thing about him while kicking over his water bottle. He tells her not to worry about it. She offers to refill his water for him, planting the substance in his drink. Meanwhile, Sadie is, li- is listening from her car. She receives a text from Jordan needing to see her, needing to see her. He tells her that it is urgent and that he's coming over in 20 minutes. She uh, gets out of her car, running inside, back with Michaela and Al, her hand Handing him um, back his water, she seductively um, asks if he if he has any types. He answers non seductively, and I love how he's just like, like I know who you are, like I know you're a kid. He's yeah, he does not like like care. he's he's not, yeah he's not he like, not, like he could care yeah, less. He could get it from anywhere else, right? Like, he's like, it's it's a like, like bro, I house. literally just left Mrs. Kent's house. <laughs> like, like, you, you know like, how many fire detectors are always out in the city? <laughs> I am. The he's like, I'm constantly working. <laughs> but you know what? I love that in this moment, like he's not because you had described as he checks her out. But I was very concentrated on his eye contact. I feel like he just like didn't even bother. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He I totally does it. Energy. I love it so much. Yeah, he totally does it. She acknowledges popping her bottle, um, popping her water bottle open, flirtatiously s- sipping from her bottle until she chokes on her water. <laughs> I think that was supposed to be flirtatious too. <laughs> checking to see, he's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> uh, checking to see if, if she's okay. While about to uh, take a drink from his bottle, he hears something telling her uh, that someone else is there. She says that she didn't hear anything, um, and for him to hydrate, he goes to check it out, walking towards the back, and Michaela staying behind. He walks through the slight, uh, the slightly open door. Sadie running to her friend. They are communicating by um, by mouthing and motioning for each other uh, to move. Al comes. back back out sipping from the water water asking if she uh would like for her for like for him to spot her sadie hits him in the back of the head but he doesn't get knocked out <laughs> michaela yells that uh, this part is just amazing michaela yells that she got this sadie apologizing while screaming out her safe word torso <laughs> 
He throws Sadie to the ground, shouting for Michaela to call the police. She chucks a weight at him. He dodges it. They're all taking turns throwing weights at him. He catches one, throwing it at Sadie. Dude, I love this. This is a <laughs> great shot, too. Moment. This is amazing. Yeah, this whole moment. moment's amazing. Yeah. She ducks. Michaela jumps on his back. He smashes her into the mirror. She starts choke. Uh, he starts choking Katie, but she is about Sadie. Sadie, excuse me. Um, she is about to pass out. Um, but uh, she stabs him. Michaela hits him in the face with another weight, and uh, they drop the weight bar on his head, splitting it open. And he screams right before it. He's like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> Michaela agrees that she had it. Sadie tells her that Jordan is on his way to her house and they have to go now. She agrees, but angrily, um, angrily, angrily tells Sadie that she has a lot to talk to her about. Sadie comes, um, Sadie makes it home right, right before Jordan gets there. He knocks on her door and she opens it immediately. He hands her the hard drive. They go, they go into her house looking at all the photos and files that he stole from his dad's computer. He tells her that he's all in. She tells him that he's a good friend and Jordan is about to kiss her, but she turns her attention back on the photo of how cool this death looks. That made me think of Prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cut to Drew coming back inside the uh, inside the gym, discovering the mess of Dead Al. Michaela wakes up in the uh, to the to an influx of notifications from Twitter and from Twitter and Sadie. She tells Sadie that they need that they need to make another video ASAP, but she is interrupted by her mom knocking on her door. She comes into the room, telling her daughter that school's canceled because of the because of another murder. Uh, Michaela acts shocked. Cut to the breaking news: a reporter interviewing Drew. <laughs> Why is he in a blanket? <laughs> like I was just yeah. like, very like, like maybe they, maybe they just do it because people get shocked and they're just like, he needs a blanket. He's shocked. <laughs> but I was just like, is he cold? <laughs> Why is he in a blanket? I think you're right. Like I think it's just like. A shock bait, right? Here's, here's a blanket. You'll feel better. You'll feel better with this blanket. <laughs> it looks uncomfortable. That blanket yeah. does not look warm at all. Sadie is watching the interview on her computer as her dad as her dad tells her about the new murder and that they are going to a town meeting. She acknowledges and continues watching the news. Back with Michaela and her family watching the news together in the, in the kitchen. Her uh, her dad sharing a story about Al about being a, being a hothead and being surprised that he uh, made him. He, that he was made fire marshal. Her mom shares the news about the new town meeting and that Michaela doesn't have to go. She makes up that she, uh, she makes up that she is still processing what happened. Her dad asking her um, not to go out alone anymore. She reminds him that pr about prom and that she won't um, she won't go out without Sadie and they uh, they will keep each other safe. They agree as long as he checks as she checks in frequently during the town meeting. The mayor go, uh, gathers everyone's attention, sharing that their community is under attack. While she is talking, Jordan comes inside the room, sitting down behind Sadie. She uh, begin. She hands the floor over to Blaine. This part kind of confused me because she said that she didn't want to go, but she was there. But yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, he discusses for everyone to stay calm. Sadie taps Michaela's shoulder to check her phone. Michaela uses an app that uh, rings all of the cell phones that are um, in the room. Everyone is checking their phone. Jordan confused while checking his phone as well. And it is a photo of Al's death. Great. <laughs> surprise surprise Blaine tries to keep everyone calm Sadie uh, starts an outcry from the crowd um, them chanting remember Al Jordan is confused but joins the crowd 
the mayor pushing Blaine out of the way to also join the chance for Al. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lowell snaps out of his restraints. Cut to the whole town formed outside of the town hall with Al posters and, and um, Al heads. It had so time. hilarious. They just yeah. had because time. it's Craig Robinson too. It just <laughs> makes it that much yeah, funnier. That makes it me funnier. Such a like comedic like, impact just because it's Craig. True. Oh, I'm sure, and like, it's the same face he does all the time in every movie <laughs> and everything he's in. The director's like, okay, we're gonna do our casting. The only person I really need for this movie to make this comedic scene happen is Craig Robinson. Cast him. Do it. Anything. I mean. I'm sure he was totally down. Oh, yeah. He was just like, and it, he probably got yeah. the premise. He's like, yeah, I'm down. It works yeah. so well. I don't know. I don't know why. It just does. Yeah. Just I does. can't see someone else in that position. Yeah. It no. would have no impact if it was anyone else's face. Same with like the protagonist slash antagonist. I feel like we couldn't have another like duo. They're like the perfect casting choice. They did a great job with this. Yeah. It's a great choice. Yeah. They do do a great job in this. Um, I could great. see others yeah. in this role as well, but I, I love them. They're yeah. they're perfect together. Flawless On screen chemistry. chemistry is fucking great. Michaela recording the action from the crowd. Um, the mayor gets the town excited for, uh, to hunt the killer. They all chant Remember Al as they march down the street. They continue walking with the group. Michaela and Sadie complaining that they've been walking for hours and this is boring. <laughs> Jordan texts, apologizing for not being able to make it. Michaela asking who she texting. She tells her no one and they hurry to, uh, to the front before... Um, uh, for a better shot. Loa watching them from the shadows. Jordan um, sneaks inside an office, finding a file on Michaela. The girls are recording a video of themselves with the town falling behind them as they claim that they take no shit from their serial killer or from this serial killer. Uh, the, uh, the whole crowd cheers behind them. While they are walking, blood runs down a flagpole, the, and it's their mayor imp- impaled on the pole this is a really good kill this yeah. is amazing yeah i have to have to agree this is amazing yeah. it is brutal yeah it is it's a and great display of like oh of them running into it and them not really caring but at the same time the shock factor is there it's like right oh fuck honestly right. i'm very impressed by lol at this point yeah yeah like, like how'd you do that yeah that's that's like, how'd you do that that fast too like yeah. like how'd you do that because like, like i'm it's... a professional you guys were just amateurs yeah it made a statement definitely yeah. it definitely made a statement and, and the thing about this like this just not only does it look gnarly but i think it's a little bit of a homage to cannibal holocaust but I don't know. Uh, they're confused and shocked, checking their camera, noticing Lowell um, out of his chair. Um, they run out of they run out of the crowd, and I love how they're checked. They're like, "Did you? Yeah. Like, did I? Like, <laughs> no." Um, at school, a reporter is trying to interview them. Michaela whispering that she can't do this right now. Sadie takes over, commenting that they are shocked and sad, and that another death has transpired due to the apathy of their law enforcement. The uh, reporter asks another question about them being afraid of being targeted next. Uh, next, based on their blog, Michaela speaks up that they won't rest until they stop him. She believes that that she sees Lowell moving through the crowd of reporters. She tells them to continue following tragedy girls while stepping away to answer her phone. Her dad. Um, her dad calls her, telling her that about all the news outlets calling the house. Her mom um, takes the phone to tell to tell her that someone calls just breathing into the microphone. She tells her parents not to answer the phone and to lock the doors. She comes back up to Sadie, wondering if it is Lowell. Sadie was showing her picture that she. Oh my gosh. Sadie showing her a picture that he just took of them, commenting that it's a good chance that it is. Uh, and this is interesting. Now, 
obviously the jokes are still happening, but things are now starting to get a lot more serious. Yeah, they're escalating. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, I love the shift here because I loved how Michaela is now starting to get this bit of a spiral. Mm-hmm. And a, a bit of mistrust mm-hmm. with Sadie. Cut to Sadie and, and Michaela sh- um, speaking with the sh- with Sheriff Blaine about them being followed. Um, they give him a hilarious des- uh, description. He draws a picture with with their description. Um, them both laughing and mocking his drawing. <laughs> <laughs> they ask for someone to escort them uh, to their house and school just to be safe, but he can't. They are upset. He suggests that they stop checking their location um online to be to not be found <laughs> but we rather die it's and the truth it's the truth it it is such a tale on how smothering social media could be exactly and that's what i mean when i say it's the truth because yeah. a lot of people i'm sure they're they're aware of like how much of a vulnerability puts them in when they do things like this but it's it's what to do now, right? In a right. lot of cases. A um, lot of people say it's a part of their brand. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, is it really? And especially if like you're on a on a level of like influencer and all that, um, a lot of people sadly can be stalked so easily because of things like that. Absolutely. You know? And yeah. yeah. And it's what it's like it's scary. Like you said, it's part of the brand. Yeah. And for for these for the tragedy girls, it's part of the brand as well. Right. Yeah. In Kent's class, the tragedy girls' uh, phones are blaring and ringing constantly. Kent tells them to turn their phones off. They make excuses while looking, uh, while not l- looking back up at her. Kent be, um, being more stern by telling them to shut them off. They do so. She then starts speaking on the dark side, excuse me, of social media, but refers to Sadie and Michaela. They stand up, sticking up for themselves. Kent shouts that people have died and that um, they both should be ashamed of themselves. Kind of reminds me of uh, that Kim Kardashian meme. Which one? <laughs> oh my god, I lost my earring in the ocean. Oh. People have died, Kim. Yeah. What? <laughs> Come on, Kimberly. Uh she continues uh, she continues that they both get up and uh leave and leave out of the classroom. Jordan tells them that they can't do it anymore. Sadie uh doesn't doesn't understand, wondering if he just um is going to quit. Uh, while Michaela tells him that he can't that he can't abandon their videos since they gave up gave him all of the footage, he tells them that he can give it back. Sadie, thinking that they should um, that they made a good team, he agrees, but shares that his dad needs him more. Michaela says, "Fuck him, yeah. <laughs> dude." Yeah, like at this point, I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like she's like, like no more jokes. Yeah, like she's just like, like no, like shit's serious now for her. But it, it's weird because I felt like she was playing it so, so cool, calm, and collected before. And then all of a sudden, she like kind of snapped. Because it's messing just, with her obsession. Yeah, she's super anxious all of a yeah. sudden. Right. Yeah. It's like you're messing from my main goal. Yeah, right. You're not going to get in my way. Yeah. Sadie uh, calling for her to chill. But she continues that he's useless, bringing up his dead mom. Oh. <laughs> They they both give each other fuck yous. Sadie telling her that's enough. And it's it's like... You hear the gravitas of Jordan's fuck you. He's like, he's like, fuck you. Yeah. But he's really hurt. But Michaela's gravitas, fuck Anger. you. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just like, 
whoa. He's hurt. She's, she's mad. And looking to hurt. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Michaela tells Sadie that they uh, that they need him and for them to leave. Jordan taking one of Michaela's phones um, out of her purse. Cut to Michaela and Sadie and uh, cut to Michaela and Sadie in Sadie's room. Michaela's um, saying that they have to kill Jordan. Sadie claims he's harmless. While Michaela uses the same tactic that Sadie used earlier on on why they needed to kill Toby. Mm hmm. Sadie's dad comes into the room to wish them a good night. Um, I love him. Her dad is just yeah. an absolute joy. <laughs> he's sweet. He's very sweet. Uh, they go. They go back to their conversation about Jordan. Michaela thinking he knows more than he leads on. She brings up how he's always staring. Sadie thinking she's over overreacting. She is digging through her purse and looking for her phone, knowing that Jordan took her phone. Sadie calls her paranoid, but Michaela gets pissed and disrespected, shouting that he dies tonight. Sadie tells her that um, it isn't worth the risk because Lowell could uh, be outside. Michaela reminds her that everything that they've worked for is fucked if they go to jail. She comes up to Sadie, telling her not to worry, planning on slipping through the through his window during curfew to slit his throat. Sadie suggests that she will that she will do it since um she uh since he is her friend. Cut to Jordan having dinner with his dad. He asks his dad if he's going to the station. He tells Jordan that he's going to stay in tonight um since they have some extra help. Closing his computer, chuckling um that it will be fun for them to hang out. His dad then falls asleep on the couch. Aww. And he's tired. Yeah. Like you can't blame him. Right? I actually I have like sympathy towards this these two. Me too. Like big time. Like I have so much empathy like for his situation. Yeah. Like it's and their it, past. And their past, exactly. Yeah. Uh Jordan looking at pictures of his mom and him. He gets a text from Sadie asking if he's home. He tells her um that he that um he is and asking her where she is. She is on his front porch. He looks back, her waving at him. Jordan gets uh gets to Jordan goes to get her, taking her into his room. She looks around, making fun of his things around his room. Um, they sit. They sit down. His uh, his frog Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they sit down. Her um, her taking off her coat, trying to seduce him while placing her hand on the handle of the blade. Michaela is outside listening in the car. Jordan mentioning that uh, he has something to tell her. As Sadie mentions that she has something to tell uh, something to tell him as well. He tells he tells her about Michaela, saying that his mom's death being a murder but um it was never ruled that way sadie doesn't understand him thinking that she, uh, she knows more about the slings around the town sadie reminding him that he was just that she was just a kid when his mom died he knows that this sounds crazy but wonders if she knows the killer sadie drops the knife on the floor then he brings up he, he brings up that he saw her shoes have blood splatter on them and that she sent a text right before people um got the picture of, of big owl sadie sticks up for her that people text all the time i'm so curious at, i mean it might be the fact that he just has a mad crush on her but like why wouldn't you think she's involved too right he's delusional big time and it is right. because he's crushing on her right he's in denial exactly right. see the red flags with her because like oh i like you i can't see that exactly right he go. He gets up, picking up the cell phone. Michaela shouting that she uh, fucking knew it. It was knew it outside of the car. Um, and I l love this because she like makes a dog bark when she's yeah. <laughs> she's just so like over emotional. <laughs> I knew it. It's this is just a delight, yeah, <laughs> to say is. the least. Jordan tells her it is locked as as um. Jordan tells her that. Uh, tells her it is locked and that he's not able to uh, get into the phone yet. He tells her that he broke into the school and looked at her psych profile. He continues trying to 
trying that he thinks something is wrong with her. Sadie is about to defend her again. He grabs her hand, telling her to stop defending her, and he uh, thinks she isn't working with someone else. He continues that she that she. He t- continues that he knows that it, 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 excuse me, he continues that he knows what it is like to lose someone that they care about, not knowing what he would, what he would do uh, if he were to lose her. She doesn't think, think he means that him complimenting her, calling her special to him. And he's about to continue, but Sadie starts making out with him. Michaela throws the phone and discuss noticing Lowell heading upstairs in the house. Hmm. This is great. This is great. They're making out, but hear Lowell walking up the stairs. He knocks on the door, hiding him hiding Sadie and him thinking that that it's his dad. He opens the door. He notices that it's Lowell. He uh, stabs him with a machete. This this made me sad. Yeah. Especially the scene to follow. I, I mean, hey. Yeah. Sadie springs into action, breaking a foldable side table on on him, and then him stabbing stabbing him in the foot. He slams her into a wall. Michaela throwing a garden gnome at the window to wake up um, Blaine. Blaine hears hears the scream from upstairs and heads up. Sadie gets out gets out of Lowell's clutches and runs away from him. Blaine shooting at him but misses the shots. Lowell jumps out of the window, disappearing into the night. Blaine checks on his son. Sadie com- uh, comes into the room, calling for an ambulance, breaking Michaela's phone in the process. Michaela spots Lowell limping away from the scene. I love how this is in movies where they break the phone by stepping on it yeah right like it's just like that shit could still work (laughs) (laughs) you just cracked the screen that that shit could still work Uh, but yeah with the welch family right the two of them Mm -hmm. i don't know why this it just has such a big impact on me i guess i just have a lot of empathy towards them and i just feel sad like i mean and i think that's the point yeah because like the thought at this point in the movie i'm like damn the thought of like sheriff welch losing his son after all this time losing his wife and then like in his own home when he was asleep on the couch like damn right. that's sad yeah like that the whole town's like looking at you it's like you're not doing your job yeah and, like, he's exhausted he yeah. took the day off to spend time with his son he was so tired that he couldn't and then jordan's just an overall nice guy too yeah and then uh your son's uh getting murdered upstairs apparently congratulations <laughs> i was like this guy sleeps heavy yeah, yeah. that's it's 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 really interesting how we feel this compassion for them, yet we oddly still root for it's weird the yeah. girls, and that's yeah. why in the opening of the episode, I I had to give props to the, towards this movie where it really every like kill count feels impactful because right. they're likable characters that are being killed off. Yeah, like we just went off about how we love Big Al, right? Big Al, yeah, and and yeah, it's just it's 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 genius. It is it, it is genius. It's, it's absolutely genius. And we could talk a little about this a little bit more on the post show. But what makes this so genius is the fact that um, we haven't seen this or we've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Right. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like like uh, Friday the 13th. You know, like so you, we've seen this before. Yeah. Child's play. Yeah. Like we we've had these motions of rooting for the killer. Mm-hmm. And this is a testament of how this can be back in modern times mm-hmm. of how we would still root for the killer. Even I would even say uh Rob Zombie's um The Devil Rejects mm-hmm. as well. Like yeah. you find yourself rooting for these characters and that is beyond horrible the shit that they're doing to the to the anyone. Yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil Rejects and and the Three from Hell. 
all do terrible shit to people, yet we still root for them. And it's odd. We're fucked. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. It leaves us conflicted. It does leave us conflicted. brings up those like conversations. Yes. So. Cut to two weeks later, Blaine speaking to the town folk about there being no more sightings of the Rosedale Ripper. He acknowledges Sadie for her bravery, Michaela scowling at her from the crowd. Blaine continues speaking on him, witnessing her courage, thanking her for saving Jordan's life. He hands her, pl- he hands her a plaque and steps out of the way so she can speak into the microphone. A reporter asks, uh, uh, what's next for the tragedy girl? Michaela is looking at her, Sadie commenting that she is going uh, going to fight for uh, for what's right and to make the community a safer place. Michaela, yeah, I know, interesting. Yeah, Michaela glares at her, then walks out of the crowd. Michaela uh, comes up to Sadie, speaking to um, asking to speak with her. She tells her that they need to talk. Sadie telling her um, not now because they're at school. Michaela doesn't care, continuing to shout while Sadie tells her to lower her voice because they are watching her. Michaela angrily comments that um, that she loves this, seeing how how she looked at the looked on the podium. Sadie asks if she's jelly. She's like, "I'm not jelly." <laughs> <laughs> Asking about if she if if this is about the tragedy girl thing. Michaela argues that she thought she was she was the one with the plan, the vision, and a, a night to remember, and to not just cut and run when shit gets real. Sadie tells her that it it was uh her who had to clean up her mess and that they will discuss this later. While she is walking away, Michaela yells that it wouldn't have been her mess. She realizes that everyone is now watching them and she switches the argument to prom decor. <laughs> She bashes Sadie's home and not wanting to, wanting her prom to look like that look look like her house. Sadie's had enough, shouting that she's cliche, commenting that she doesn't need her. Michaela takes her takes off her pin, saying "fuck her" and all of this prom shit while leaving out of the auditorium, but not before she says, "and your st- your stars are ugly." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Got her. <laughs> Got him. Montage to them not being friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Sadie's sort of being a different person and as Michaela scowls at her. Kent is drinking in class. Blaine's throwing away the, the wanted poster. Sadie still being her best self. Michaela still being lonely. Sadie not digging her uh, her makeout sesh with Jordan. And Michaela still being lonely. Poor Michaela. Jump to Jordan um, pulling up in front of Michaela's house to take her to prom. He knocks on the door. Sadie's dad answers the door, ignoring Jordan's request and glares at him as he awkwardly tries to explain himself. He calls for his daughter. She comes She comes out from behind him with a sparkling light light blue dress. Jordan asks if for him to take a picture. He's not able to figure it, figure it out. Sadie taking a selfie of them instead. He, uh, why does everyone take pictures like that with? people where it's like you make them like ah face yeah, <laughs> i hate it I hate it, so much. <laughs> I hate it. just fucking smile yeah. <laughs> stop uh his car has a has a hard time to start at first um but they're off to prom woo, woo. meanwhile michaela comes down the, down the stairs for her her rides of prom her parents hyping her up her mom asking if sadie is going to be there and she believes so adding that she will let her know if um that she says hi she gives her i love yous and it is off to the limo with a smile she asks um to go to high school lowell looking back at her in the rearview mirror with a yes ma'am while they both are laughing great reveal that's yeah. awesome man that reveal was killer yeah <laughs> <laughs> at the prom it is bumping and this prom is like just yo oh once again my prom didn't look like this 
Like, oh, I really? never had prom inside the school. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Outside? Yeah. My was prom. Was it on a boat? It was on a boat. That's probably why. That's you can't put a boat inside. You can't put a boat inside. Uh, but it was on a boat in, at, <laughs> on a lake in, in around Fresno. But it was also at a venue for the second time because I went for my junior and my senior prom. Is this nice. going to be kind of shady of me to say, but I was like, Ugh, your guys' prom is in the auditorium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Sadie and Jordan are dancing. Sadie bored out of out of her mind. She looks around, telling him that she is thirsty and she will uh, be right back. Someone is spiking the drink. Sadie is about to pour her some. Kit comes up uh, to her, complimenting her dress. You guys know where this reference is from, right here. I don't. This is a uh, Carrie. Yes, it is. Oh, I had Carrie vibes. Like, <laughs> but you know what? I would have said that answer. Yep. Yeah. This is 100 percent Carrie. Damn sick. Good job, Freddie. You get a gold star. Yes. Uh, you get one, too. Participation points. Gold candle. <laughs> she then uh, mentions that Sadie has turned... That actually is a good idea. Yeah, it is. We should do that for fans. Yeah. We should, we should make a gold candle trophy and have a competition for our fans of the show. Peep the post show. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Anyway, be. she then mentions that Sadie has turned turned her attitude around despite everything that what's of what's going on. With a dry smile, Sadie comments that uh, a lot has changed. Kent tells her that she put she put her name in for a scholarship. She gives her thanks with a warm smile, then taking a swig out of the punch, but disgusted by the alcohol taste. She sits down at the table, texting texting someone. That she hopes that uh, they are having fun. Uh, and I can only assume that's Michaela. Uh, Jordan comes up to her, asking her what's, uh, what, she, what she's doing. Um, she, tells her, she tells him that she's just sitting for a bit. And he, um, he takes a seat knowing that things haven't been the same for her since they got together. He apologizes for telling her all that stuff about Michaela, knowing that she didn't have anything to do with the murders. He asks if there's anything that um, he can do to make it up to her. They're interrupted by Principal Reed speaking on the stage. He gives a, a bit of motivational speech about being um, with their friends. Sadie looks in uh, wonderment, missing her friend. This is so fucking cool. <laughs> uh, this whole aspect of when she comes in and it's just flawless for She's me. doing it for the theatrics. And exactly. exactly. Yeah. They announced that Jordan and Sadie are, are this year's king and queen. Um, they get up to have their first dance together. While they're dancing, Jordan comments that he can't believe that this is happening. He tells her that they survived a serial killer high school, and now they are they are there together. Him happy to share this dance with her. She hugs him as they continue dancing, her face still not convinced that she's happy in her current situation. Kent goes outside, pulling out a cigarette from her dress. She hears moaning from around the corner. His two students making out. She tells them to go back inside. She sparks her cigarette. Michaela calls out to her, mocking her smoking. Kent asks, what is she doing there? Michaela saying that she is waiting for her friend. Lowell shows up behind Kent with his knife in his hand. Kent runs back to the door, trying to get in. Michaela stabbing her in the back. Uh, Kent turning around, asking why. She shushes Kent, telling her to raise her hand if she has something to say before she slashes her throat. Brutal. Flawless. The throat slash is really well done. Flawless. Yeah, I have to agree. This whole aspect is just very, very well done. Mm -hmm. Oh, my, 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 me, oh, my. Lowell <laughs> asks now, she, um, asks now, oh, excuse me. Lowell asks, 
now. Um, she tells him no, and she has uh, to make an appearance. Back inside the prom, Jordan is speaking with Sadie about her plans for college. Him um, wanting to be close to each other um, for college. She is a, so cliche. <laughs> she uh, is. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, talk about that in the post show. Yeah, we definitely will. She is about to tell him something, but he's called away by uh, one of his friends. What do you think she was going to tell him in that moment? You think she was going to break up with him? Probably. I think so. Yeah, you know what? I didn't think about it, but I think you're right. I think so, yeah. too. She gets a text from Michaela saying, best night ever. Then pictures of Kent dead. <laughs> and I love how she has, like, the eyes crossed out. <laughs> they have fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, she gets, or she notices Michaela standing alone in the crowd of the dancing students with her back turned away from her. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This shot right here is gorgeous. Yeah. Back turned everyone's dancing around her it's kind of in slow motion and it's just it looks amazing sadie is stopped by the girl in glasses uh, also known as the bookish student <laughs> uh, calling her brave and hugging her as she tells her she loves her this is fantastic michaela walks out sadie tells her get the fuck out of my face yeah, <laughs> like, there's, there's no context to why she's doing that said that doing right. that kind of like walking a little wobbly and that's the whole point. It's great. Right. She has her own story. Yeah. We don't know anything about it. We know nothing. We just know she's drunk right now, but that's <laughs> about it. Meanwhile, Jordan is still at the table, noticing Sadie left out of the prom. She is running down the hall after Michaela Jordan following her. Inside the drama room, Michaela standing with her back turned. Sadie calls out to her, asking what she did to Kent. She tells her that she can't that she got uh, what she deserved, turning around, revealing uh, this awesome fucking mask. That seriously needs to be way more iconic. Yeah, should. It really 100%. needs to be way more iconic. This is the mask that we should have from instead of the mask from uh, The Purge. Oh, oh good call. Yeah. I love the mask from The Purge, yeah. the one that says God. Right. I love that mask. That mask is also very, very well done, but it ain't nothing like these. I was disappointed because before watching this movie, I saw the poster because I was like, always oh, do like not watching. Oh, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is a really great design. It wasn't until the very end. I was like, uh, fuck. Yeah, it's fine. But it works. It works. Um, anyway, <clears throat> she um, asked Sadie that she um, thinks while um, holding the knife in her hand. Sadie tells her uh, that she she doesn't have to prove anything to her and that uh, they made a splash and that's enough. Telling her to not fuck up her future. Michaela takes off her mask. Jordan in the back trying to listen to their conversation. She's confused, asking Sadie what happened to her, saying that they uh, used to be the same, asking her if she remembers their first time. Sadie doesn't want her to say it, but Michaela reminds her it was her plan after all, talking about a woman driving the two of them home, then her lying in a ditch. Flashbacks of them as children strangling Jordan's mom as she crashes the car. What a reveal. Oh my. What a reveal. <laughs> Sadie comments that uh, it was an accident, but Michaela doesn't believe her mentioning that they both wanted it. She tells Sadie that she was the one who was ice, who was cold as ice, but she cried the next day, jumping whenever she heard the phone ring. She's scared that uh, she will let down her best friend, screaming that she abandoned, uh, screaming that Sadie abandoned her, and becoming friends with Jordan, choosing him over her. That was great context for Jordan breaking into the school, seeing her psych yeah. history and seeing all of these mental health problems. And it's because of the anxiety yes. from yeah. what they did as children. Right. You know, and it was Sadie all along. That was the one that's kind of twisted to like out the womb. It seems like, I mean, right. Hey, 
She reminds her that the old Sadie wasn't like everyone else, continuing that she is better off dead with the rest of them if she if she wanted her dancing under the spotlight. I love the tonal shift here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Sadie says that she never meant to hurt her, but Kayla letting her know that she's over it with while smiling and wiping her tears. Lowell comes into the room, closing the door, telling her that she, um, he's been waiting a long time to gut her and feast on her flesh. Sadie <laughs> asks if that's it and if she's going to just kill her best friend. Michaela um, tells Michaela tells her that she's she's there to save her and they're going to finish what they've planned jordan drops a prop on top of lowell grabbing sadie um, telling her to run they run up a ladder michaela getting lowell out of out to chase after them lowell is about to strike michaela's screaming that she's off limits he turns around reminding her reminding her what she did to him chained tortured and feeding him dog food him adding that he's going to do the same to her until she begs for death she she tells him to um she tells him to calm down but he says no um taking a swipe at her sadie and jordan jump on him he hits them off michaela taking out a pistol shooting him directly in the forehead i love how like it's like there's no like conflict here of like how difficult it is to shoot him and all that she's right, just like i'm just gonna fucking do this like because right. it's so refreshing for most movies where it's like it's the gun scene. We're pointing like, right. scared know, to shoot. Exactly. exactly. She's like, fuck this. Right. She's like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm done. And she does a clean shot, too. Yeah. Right it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. He falls off the loft. Sadie telling her that she missed her so much. Michaela returning it back, them running to each other to hug. Jordan calls for Sadie back, grabbing her away from Michaela, telling her that she is going to pay for what she did. She tells him that Michaela is her best friend. He reminds her that she just tried to kill them, and she um, killed her, his mom. Commenting that um, she ruined his life, Sadie looks at him, letting him know that she also ruined his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Um, he grabs her face, or he... Yeah, he grabs um, her face, telling her that he loves her, the real her, and that she's nothing like her. She kisses him, telling him that she that he doesn't know he doesn't know her at all. She places the noose around his neck, hanging him. Michaela gives her, gives her um, the mask. This is a masterpiece. Yeah, homeboy was in denial. This yeah. is a masterpiece, what? man. Yeah, this is a moment where Jordan is just so confused and right. conflicted and betrayed and it's so crazy how quickly city was like no right just you're right it, like it's like best friend michaela you're right what was i yeah. thinking lots of judgment moment let's fix this right and it's great yeah it, it, it i love it when they hold hands yeah and they have their mask on yeah it's just, it's so great but here's my favorite part Cuts of them going back towards the prom dancing through the hallways remembering their past together <laughs> flawless Mm -hmm. oh my god back inside all the kids get a picture of the doors chained and locked while the um, building is engulfed in flames the teens run to the doors this is 100% carry the teens run uh run to the door banging on it as they watch their work and hold hands brutal brutal seeing all the hands of the flames Uh, amazing man it's haunting amazing but what's haunting is there more one thing comes next. Yes. In my opinion. Yes, I agree. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The two girls are outside as the firefighters rush to take care of the flames. Blaine running over trying to get to his son. His um his officer stopping him as he screams for his oh, dead son. Mi corazón. My yeah. Heart. Mi corazón. Poor man. And then I love how it's just ripped away from him when Sadie comments that uh, she was right. Them calling this the best night ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
The fires and memorials are playing on the news months later. Blaine resigns to do charity work in Jordan's name. The reporter continues um, that uh, they will have new information on Lowell and how he planned the murders. As for the tragedy girls, they have a book tour, interviews, and a lifetime movie deal. <laughs> we cut to an interview with the girls, them sharing that they just want to go to school, Sadie specifically wanting to focus on her film degree. The reporter asks Michaela's greatest triumph, and she says, finding her best friend, like Sadie. Cut to Michaela, discuss it with the video, Sadie complimenting her. Michaela, uh, Michaela's parents ask if, the, if they are all set and for them to look for, out for each other. They go to hug their parents before they head off. They are driving, vlogging, and promoting Jordan's charity. Them saying that they have survived Rosedale, but they are ready to start a whole new chapter. Quote, stay tuned and keep following the tragedy girls. End quote. Give me the then, sequel. Credits. You like give me the sequel, bro? They lose fame. They lose fame, so they have to go back out there and start killing more. Hitting up college. That's what's next. That's next. That's next. I mean, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I almost put Freaky on this list too. I was close. (sighs) I was really close. I almost did it, but I felt like this was a little too close, right? In similarities, yeah. And plus, we already have another slasher scream. Right. So I was like, never, never, never heard of it. <laughs> but what a movie, dog. What a movie. I love it. What a movie. This movie made great. me feel happy at the end of it, which is weird. It's like, I, mean, I shouldn't be. Right. I was like, I felt you guys were all so enjoyable. I felt heartbrokenly happy. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's a weird a feeling. Because you don't yeah. like the ending, but at the same time, you do, but you cared about the characters and the journey They're and everything. So, so it's like, this is a good movie. It's a good movie. And up until the very end, along with heartbreak, along with like happiness for the characters, right. uh, there's also comedic moments when um, the parents are like, we did good. Yeah. <laughs> we did good. Yeah. Oh man, what a damn movie. But I got some movie facts for this movie. Movie, movie facts. <laughs> the last names of both the main girls are the last names of famous horror directors. Oh. Brianna Hildebrand Brand's character's last name is inspired by Shane Cunningham, who is very well known for Friday the 13th. Nice. Mm-hmm. Alexandra Ship's character's last name is inspired by Toby motherfucking Hooper, who is best known for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Fantastic. In the scene where Jordan and his dad are in the living room and his dad falls asleep, you can hear they're coming to get you, Barbara, on the TV, (laughs) which is the famous line of Night of the Living Dead. Nice. It's also free copyrighted. So it's like, yeah, anybody can watch it. Like, (laughs) uh, which is why it's in most horror movies. Um, Sill's little little library um, is modeled after the Myers house from Halloween. Oh, that's really oh, cool. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the aluminum foil stars are, are is a prom reference directly from Carrie. Hell yeah. <laughs> Archie Comics and Riverdale were a source of inspiration for the town of Rosedale. Craig is purposely dressed to look like Archie. Sadie and Michaela are both cheerleaders like Betty and Veronica. And the popular teen <laughs> hangout is the Juice Bar, which is the co- the contemporary version of the malt shop. I love that. Totally went over my head, but I love hearing that. <laughs> the Sweetheart's Bridge from the opening uh, was a practical location suggested to filmmakers by locals. Mm, the sequence was originally scripted to take place on Lover's Lane. The bridge was established in 1996, which was the same year as Scream. 
was released. Never heard of that movie. Never heard of it. The bookish student was only meant to appear in one scene, but the director felt that Katie um, Stolmeyer had such a great comedic time timing that he kept bringing her back. Yes. Take part in more scenes. Yes. Good call. Honestly. That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, Last one here. Sadie calls Michaela MK, which could um, be possibly a reference to CIA's uh, CIA's Project MK Ultra. Oh, That's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Oh, let's do let's do one more. Actually, oh one my more? god, this actually is going to be great. The man who plays the janitor in the high school gymnasium scene also plays the serial killer in the Adult Swim short film slash music video Too Many Cooks. Let's go. What? <laughs> Too many cooks. <laughs> I feel like I could retire after that. Dude, I that now that went over my head. Yeah. I had no idea. Whoa. That's Whoa. amazing. He really cleans up. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate you. <laughs> anyway, let us know over on Twitter what you think of Tragedy Gorge because we definitely want to keep this conversation going. But let us know over on Twitter at nightlight underscore pod. That's night with a K. But we definitely want to keep this conversation going because the next film that we got coming up has been highly requested by many, many, many of you. But the yes. next film that we are going to be covering is The Craft, mm. which I'm so excited Never to seen cover. It. I'm really excited. Y'all both haven't seen this? Nope. Oh, my God. Mi corazón. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, but this was Nightlight. A horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. Alongside me, we had David. Year of 1990 Spoop. Ooh, ooh. Also known as Nightly. Other in there, we have Freddy. Always keeping it spoopy. Always and forever. Also known as Nighty Night. And our efforts to get the shot is not enough. We need your help to spread us out to more ghoulish nights. Rating us five stars is very helpful, but we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would actually enjoy it. You can further support the show over on patreon.com slash goodnightlife. That's night what they would. Okay. My pleasure on Patreon. You have access to the show ad free and as early as Monday with a post show. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. The new episode is released every most podcast services around the world. And remember everybody, don't forget, 